So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. On a shucky ducky kind of day. He's bare chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Heil Hitler. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Wait a minute. Here's their response, Heil Hitler? That's it, the way that sentence is structured, it sounds like we are heiling the uh, former chancellor of Germany. No, that was Nancy Pelosi. Well, yesterday. yeah, I get it. But, you know, here's their really? response. I'll Shut up. Mm. Heil uh, Hitler. I'm troubled by that. Live from Studio C. Z, senor. A dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we are under the tutelage of our general manager. I don't know. How about us? It's our 19-year oh, anniversary right. of, it, of being yeah. a talk show. That's the Arm- right. The Armstrong and Getty show is 19 years old. Still not old enough to smoke. Is old enough to vote. Sneaks beers occasionally. It's surly, rebellious. Uh huh. It's not in college or trade school or anything. It's still just kind of drifting on its parents' couches. It's taking a break here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just trying to figure out what we want to do. Smoking a lot of pot. <laughs> trying to figure out what we want to do. I'm gonna do something. I just need a little space. I need a little time. Show's eyes are always red. It claims it's allergies. It's not. Get off my back. We say as we lay on the couch and watch our parents' television. When's dinner? <laughs> God, Mom, leave me alone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why are you always bugging me? You're all about money. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That one, that one was a little too much. 
Anyway, it's the 19th anniversary of the program. How about I, that? I'm all about money. I'm making money. You're not making any money. You're spending money. Right? <laughs> That's hilarious. You remember at our 10-year anniversary, we put out a CD called This Show Won't Last Six Weeks? Oh, that's right. Which is what a radio executive, I believe, mm-hmm. said we'll have way to back t- in the day. We'll have to tell the story we tell every year about uh, how many calls we got first show. It's <laughs> uh, a good one. Um, you know what we're going to do today? Study the world! <laughs> study the world? <laughs> yes, study the world! <laughs> study the world? Let's introduce everybody in the squad. Start there with our board operator, the guy who just asked a question, Michelangelo. Hi this morning, Michael. Good, and I've been with you for almost 18 of those 19, which wow, is really? really amazing. Yeah. yeah, but I remember those days, um, I had a, just a driver's permit, and Jack had to uh, drive me to work because I couldn't drive. I was barely 16 myself. <laughs> so Right. Yeah, Michael was 15. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Is exactly. For anybody, for anybody doing math out there. Yeah. No, but actually, in all seriousness, um, the teachers that we had call in yesterday, um, they were talking about all the different things they um, run into in the classroom. You know, uh, foreign language students, uh, special ed students in there, just, you know, the common core. All of that stuff was what, one of the biggest reasons my mom retired, actually. All of that stuff. Yeah, that that's interesting. There's a, If you didn't hear that portion of the show, and we're going to revisit that today, there is a teacher shortage all across the country, all grades, all disciplines. Every it, state. Yeah. It just seems that uh, crossed some sort of line in terms of making it not a great job. Right. We uh, put the question out. Why are you thinking of getting out? Why have you gotten out of? Why didn't you get in? And the uh, response is amazing. I have like half a ream of emails here I'm highlighting going through. I look forward to talking about that more. The uh, consensus is unmistakable. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah. I, we had back-to-school night last night, the the thing you do without the kids, where you go and listen to the teachers and walk around the room and everything. They make you sit in those tiny desks. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's one thing about kids getting older. Second-grade seat, not that uncomfortable. Nah. I mean, it's not what I'd choose to sit in at my house, but I could do it. Kindergarten seat, still very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> very difficult for me to sit in that little chair. Really undignified. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <clears throat> you almost feel like a man wearing a little clown hat. <laughs> the proportions are all right. It's clownish. <laughs> And you feel like you're in no position to, like, question anything. Right. I mean, you're sitting in that tiny little chair. Well, uh, perhaps the uh, problem isn't the child. But, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. It was not just 19 years ago today that you guys uh, began your talk show career, but it was 20 years ago today that one Princess Diana left us. Left this great planet. She was uh she died in a car crash. A lot well, of youngsters don't know uh, a ton about or it. care. Yeah, um, they don't uh, care. That's why we got into talk radio. We said we've got to talk about this poor woman died, but it took us a year to find a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there was an interesting article in the New York Times the other day, and they were surveying Brits, and among the older generation. Uh, shall I repeat what you said on the phone earlier? Uh, go ahead. Older softheads. <laughs> yeah. The Princess Diana dying thing is still something they care about, but among younger people, they don't care at all. Not, they're not paying attention, and they don't care. When nobody's Prince... happy that the poor lady died in a car no, wreck, no, but, but they nobody's going to make a, a freaking festival about it either, right. except the American media who are trying. Or want to look back at her life or all that sort of stuff. The young people, they tell her, they tell her, no, she was the people's pri- I don't care, <laughs> is what they're saying, So, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, there's Vincent. He's this nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? Joe, you've talked about being on the Nextdoor app. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slash website. Oh, yeah, uh, we use it all the time. Saved our dog a week ago. 
helped us with deal with the homeless situation, all kinds of stuff. It's a, for people who don't know, it's a very hyper-local. It's basically your neighbors uh, posting on a message board and talking about local stuff. Right. Uh, but I got a notification from the next door Aparuni yesterday, and the headline was, Beware of Crackhead Thief. <laughs> and then the man went on to talk about how a young gentleman was traipsing around, lurking around, poking, prodding on his property, et cetera, et cetera. But this dude provided zero evidence of crack usage or any thievery, Mr. Don Glazer. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so I say to you, the purported alleged crack thief, I welcome you to the neighborhood. I baked you some warm apple pie. <laughs> I busted out my glass blower and I made you a fresh new crack pipe. <laughs> Your glass blower. <laughs> Hopefully we can do it. Do some of that basement crack that I hear that Jimmy Fallon is a fan of. And if you're feeling down on your luck, cheer up, young man, because one day you could be mayor of Washington, D.C. or Toronto. Wow. Well wrought. Uh, there is Marsha Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Uh, i got to tell you, i got to change my spending habits or uh, quit talking about certain things in the air. Yesterday, I was at the supermarket where the clerk started offering me condolences after hearing about my former girlfriend posting a picture on Facebook <laughs> with her new boyfriend yeah. and then went on to offer to hook me up with her mother. I had to explain <laughs> that this was a girlfriend from many, many years ago, and I we had had a reunion, and I had some hopes, but right. it wasn't you know a huge romance. But I think from the, at this point on, we'll just talk about I don't know my drinking habits and leave it at that. I know, it's more entertaining for us if you yes. tell if you tell us this stuff on the air. <laughs> and you, you, this was a serious relationship from the past, yeah. So there yeah, was a chance yeah. of it rekindling. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was quite hopeful. And then uh, on mm. Facebook, uh, the uh, picture pops up the other day with. She and her new boyfriend. It can, Marshall, go, it can always go south. You could undermine him somehow. Well, and just uh, more to the point of the show, yeah. let Vince's total lack of caution be your guide. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Michael, Michael, what's your policy? <laughs> if it makes you grin, leave it in. Bingo. <laughs> have, you, have you Googled this guy to try and find any dirt on him from his past? Do some oppo research. That's some productive use of your time. There we go. <laughs> we'll, research. We'll get to work right on that. The three questions you need yeah. to know. Okay. Is he better looking than you? No. Does he make more money than you? Yes. And is he better in the sack than you? Oh, no. no. So no, yes, no. No, yes, no. Is no, a... yes, and nobody is. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, awesome. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, August 31st, year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin now officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. I'll break the news. Um... I intend to co-sponsor the Medicaid for All bill. And because it's just the right thing to do. It's just the right thing to do. Kamala Harris last night in Oakland. She is a rising rock star of the Democrat Party. I don't know if she's going to be, if it's too early for her to run for president when it comes around. But uh, man, she is. She is the star. America will never elect a first-term congresswoman of color, please. And she's senator of color. That would have been better because I was like making a joke of Barack Obama, but I blew it. And she's she's picking up the flag of uh, Bernie Sanders and stealing some of Elizabeth Warren's thunder. And uh, and she's better. She's not eighty. 
She's not 80. She's better at it than Bernie, I think. And, She's um, left to Trotsky, though. If you're in favor of communism, vote for her. Well, I'm not talking about her politics. Just, I am. I, think, I, I didn't say you were. I am. <laughs> she, uh, she is, uh, she's good. She's going to be Jack's doing the thing. showbiz report. Who's a rock star? I'm telling you, she's coming with her hammer and her sickle for all you hold dear. Coming up next, how everyone needs to lower their rhetoric. Stay with us. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy, this song. God dang it. Um, oh, boy. What are other headlines, Marshall? Put the back in maudlin. Mm. Aftermath of Hurricane Harvey reports now of a chemical plant explosion near Houston. We got a shocking new report on how much you're paying in taxes these days. And Christopher Columbus is history in yet another major West Coast city. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Giddy. On one hand, I'm happy because it's our dumbest holiday. On the other hand, it's being replaced by something. Do we need it? I don't know. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Just funny, enlightening, thought-provoking. We have all those responses about teachers and why they're... There's a shortage nationwide. Yeah, I think we'll probably uh, carve out a special time for that. Awesome. All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We just got this text. What's up with Marshall? He sounds like he's going to fly into the air like Peter Pan when he says, study the world. Hey, turn it down a couple of clicks. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he is enthusiastic. Well, it's showbiz. We're trying to put on a show here, and he's bringing a little energy. Yeah, too much energy. Mailbag. Uh, here's a nice note from SFO Dan. Happy anniversary. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. 19 years. Can you imagine that? On the other hand, you got this note from Frank. You guys are good if you would knock off the stupid humor. You sound terrible. You will not change, so I guess we'll all go over to different station. Too bad you guys could be good, but you're too stupid to change. I am too stupid to change. Maybe they will fire you both eventually. You are ruining a good show. They will fire us both eventually. Wow, so just, 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 uh, you guys are good. You sound terrible. You could be good. You're too stupid to change. You're ruining a good show. How interesting. Uh, We've posted something for you at armstrongandgettyradio.com. A warning. It will make you angry. It will make you quite angry. It is a video of those brave, brave Antifa fellas uh, and gals bullying a man in a wheelchair, a disabled vet, and then attempting to beat anybody who comes to his defense. It is disgusting. It is horrifying. You will wish for a time machine and a helicopter to go back there, go there, and fight them. They are utterly morally indefensible. Well, they're still being defended. <clears throat> uh, at least yeah. uh, defended by a lack of... Condemnation. S- yeah, condemnation by yeah. Um, law enforcement and politicians. Yeah, just disgusting. But uh, that's at armstrongandgettyradio.com. If you want to strike a blow for good... Forget the time machine and helicopter idea. Because that's really unworkable. Right. Uh, forward that email to everyone you know. Or or forward that link, I should say. Tweet it out. Instagram it. Snapchat it. Whatever you want. Just let people know who these people are. Well, I heard they, they fight against Nazis. No. Let them know who they really are. Uh, moving along on a lighter note. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. From uh, Ronaldus Maximus I, Ronald Reagan. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest that there's no such thing as left or right. There's only an up and down. Man's age-old dream 
individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the antheap of totalitarianism. We're headed to the antheap, people. Oh, yeah. Antheap bound. That was your on your lighter note? That was uh, our freedom-loving freedom quote of the day. Oh, okay. I guess I did say on a lighter. Well, it was a somewhat lighter note. I didn't say a light note. I said a lighter. Than exactly. beating a, lighter than beating a man in a wheelchair. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, my therapist said I have a preoccupation with vengeance. We'll see about that. <laughs> That's from the always wacky Ian in Tijuana. Awesome. <laughs> and on a similar note, who sent us this to us? <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> I don't. I, oh man, I, I threw out the cover sheet of who sent this to us, but I appreciate it. Whoever you are, um, it's a sign outside a locksmith. If life shuts a door, open it again. It's a door. That's how they work. <laughs> good one. Oh, I don't good. have to go through the window. That's what no. I've always been doing. That seems ridiculous. The more you think, about I guess it. I just can't live here anymore. I'll have to buy all new possessions and get a new house. Right. Uh, our accent is on humor in Mailbag this morning. In I'm sorry, in defiance of Frank's uh, wishes that we knock off the stupid humor because we sound terrible. Would you like a glimpse behind the scenes? Sometimes a glimpse behind the scenes isn't a good idea. Me? Maybe Would this I is like about, a, I'm uh, being, No. I'm asking the audience. Oh, I see. Assuming there is one. Um, <laughs> Probably not anymore because of our terrible humor. <laughs> it, it is a question we have asked ourselves near daily and oh, sometimes boy. for hours at a time. Too much behind the scenes. <laughs> My pants are off. As to whether we should have more joking around and less serious talk or vice versa. We don't have any idea no. which would be a good idea, so we wing it. So we wing it, and hope that we're close every day. Well, nineteen years and running. You always said, "Be funny, make money." That's right. That, I think I think that's true. Uh, David uh, sent along a nice picture. Finally, a useful pumpkin spice product, guys. It's about to that time of year. Oh my God! Everything pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice is unleashed. Oh, it's a, it's tough when it's over a hundred degrees where I live, right? To get right. into pumpkin spice. Well, and it's a nice picture of pumpkin spiced chloroform. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I believe that to be uh, photoshopped, but I, very very funny. Thank I was grocery that. shopping last week and I stumbled across some pumpkin spice life cereal. And I immediately brought over the manager and just berated him for like 30 minutes. What is this? Look at it. Look at it. We got a crap hole here running here. Uh, let's see. This is from Bill. <clears throat> this is going around the interwebs, I guess. Black people that were never slaves are fighting white people that were never Nazis over a Confederate statue erected by Democrats because Democrats can't stand their own history anymore and somehow it's Trump's fault. That's it's fairly clever and fun. It's it's an oversimplification. The whole you know Democrats were the racists in uh, you know in the South in 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 the thirties, forties, fifties. That's absolutely true. Uh, but you know it's just that was then. Yeah. I don't I don't derive any great pleasure for that. Besides the whole de- choosing sides, always wearing the uniform thing. I don't know. Yeah. To a great ex- to a great extent, a lot of the attitudes of uh, parties switched hands there in the middle of the twentieth century. So. It, th- those those comparisons don't really work that well. Right, right. Um, let's see. And then uh, here's uh, GF, frequent correspondent. Um, he's commenting on the tape, and I should have uh, asked uh, somebody to come up with this. The, uh, the young mom who was being interviewed at her worst, most terrifying moment by CNN and, uh, and lashed out at CNN and, and called them the, uh, you know, the miners of sorrow that they are. Just it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment, and uh, Jeff has uh, written what he likes to call 
dumb, sensationalized news theater. So it's a kind of takeoff on Chatty Checkout Theater, apparently. The reporter, we've heard of your of mother's heroism. And Danielle, the lady, she could have said, oh, yeah, I got very sick with dysentery. At the evacuation point, I saw bodies floating face down, and we, we were finally evacuated in a vehicle. There were rounds coming into the airframe. I'll bet you the kind of station that plays 911 recordings. Tell your news director that listening to people in their worst moments for ratings is not news. Good day, mama. I said good day. People, well, she blasted her pretty effectively in her own words. People are uh, a combination of thrilled and scared to be on TV for the first time in their lives, most people. But it'd be perfectly appropriate for almost all of these people to say, none of your effing business. Get right. out of my effing face. Right. This is the worst moment of my life. Quit putting me on television. This is in the New York Times uh, today. As Houston was overcome by floodwaters, thousands of people cried out for help online and through social media. Here is some of the desperate pleas. And they have lists of tweets, phone calls, Facebook postings of people who think they're going to die or think their children have died. Or What is that? Yeah. What is that? That doesn't bother me as much as like the actual recordings of people's voices. Seeing it in writing to me is one more step out. It's, a, it's a, an odd thing to want to do, though. Yeah. For journalism. Here's, here's a compilation of people uh, uh, at, the, at the end of their lives and what they sounded like. Yeah. And, and and I'm going to read them because they, I don't know what they do for me. I, I saw the headline of, uh, God, there's one whole family that drowned in a car. Yeah. And they got audio of that. Ugh. It's just, what, what is they, that? They're playing it? Uh, Have you heard it? I No, heard it. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't listen to that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to feed that machine. Well, yeah, it's all part of the desperation of cable news for ratings. Sick. It is uh, quite sick. Um, so we got the teacher thing. Looking forward to that. I've got some Princess Diana stuff that is not exactly, um, yeah, what a lot of people are going with on the twenty-year anniversary. Press in your head right now. Put your fingers against your skull and push. If your skull gives way, then you'll want to stay tuned <laughs> for a loving tribute to Princess Diana. Which is not what we're doing, but you get my point. So you're saying soft heads. Essentially. In, in effect. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Marshall's News is coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I see we're bombing South Korea. I don't see how that's going to help. Look at the explosions here. We get, we got it completely wrong. They're on our side. Wow, Trump really is a bad president. No, what, what, what are you talking about? Training missions where uh, our yeah. Marines and their Marines working together, and we're actually flying planes over and yeah. bombing the hills, and it's only like a hundred miles from the border. Wow, that's some uh, that's some uh, get your attention sort of stuff right there. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, floodwaters from Hurricane Harvey receding in and around Houston this morning, but other problems have been cropping up. There are reports that two explosions rocked a chemical plant near Houston, a plant heavily damaged by Harvey, but now Texas Gulf Coast authorities are pushing back on those initial claims. It wasn't an explosion. I want to be very clear. It was not an explosion. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez says they were, in fact, expected chemical reactions and not dangerous to the public. Anyway, about a mile and a half radius around the plant has been evacuated. And the water's left behind. Well, my understanding was it, w- it was. They knew 
without cooling, yes. those chemicals would react. So they had evacuated in advance, and everybody knew it was coming. Yes. So, okay. yeah. yeah. The waters left behind by Harvey are being called a toxic stew of chemicals, sewage, and debris. I noticed, I uh, remember, Joe, you were talking about this yesterday. Oh, yeah. A spokesman for the Houston Health Department told the New York Times there's no need to test the waters. They are contaminated. He said health officials urging people to stay out of the water and don't let your kids play in it. You know, what's playing it? Uh, we're, we've got nothing else. There's nowhere else for us to be but in the water for a lot of those people. And how long before, like, your your your, your hardware store in the corner opens right. up again? Like a month? And and that, the guy that owns that and, and his family and all the employees? I mean, how long do people function again in that city? It's going to vary from doorway to doorway, place to place, depending on what happened there. Some quickly, some never again. President Trump now pushing for sweeping tax reform. He was speaking in Missouri yesterday. Trump saying the federal tax system is imposing a crushing burden on businesses and families. We need a tax code that is simple, fair, and easy to understand. That means getting rid of the loopholes and complexity that primarily benefit the wealthiest Americans and special interests. Now that's no doubt about that. Now that said, new federal report finds Americans on average spend more money on taxes than they do for food and clothing. Bureau of Labor Statistics says in 2016, average U.S. households spent almost $10,500 on local, state, and federal taxes, $1,500 more than the total of just over 9,000 they spent on food and clothes. So, are there any economists that see that as a tipping point or something? I just, I've never, I've been. If I spent as much on food and clothing as I spent on taxes, I'd be really fat and well-dressed. Shit. <laughs> Shit. No, kidding. Hey, never forget, government's a for-profit business. Yeah. It's like those non-profits, not-for-profits, mm-hmm. that everybody who works there gets an exorbitant salary. But you think, oh, well, it's not-for-profit, so they're... Uh, their heart is in it. There's a good no, 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 no. The profit is salary and benefits and yeah. pensions and the rest of it. Government is a for-profit business, and and a, a lot of y'all have bought into the well. They're here to help us thing. So you've let the p- people who profit from government grow their profits enormously. Los Angeles City Council's voted to replace Columbus Day on the city's calendar with Indigenous Peoples Day. The move coming in response to activists who view Christopher Columbus. As a symbol of genocide of Native American people in North America. How about we do away with the day? I I, I don't see any reason for uh, government employees and banks to shut down on Columbus Day, but how about it just become a regular day? Do we have to have a holiday? <laughs> just make it Monday. Yeah. Anti-holiday. <laughs> hmm. I'm anti-pointless holidays, yes. But because I you know generally work them, and it's the people I'm paying that get them off. Right. Disco legend Gloria Gaynor switched up a few lyrics to her hit, I Will Survive, in the hopes of spreading a little cheer to those devastated by the floods in Texas. We know you spent plenty of time preparing for this hurricane. Who could have known that it would come with so much devastating rain? But we will strive, and you'll survive with all our love and help. Yeah, wow. I, uh, I give go. her the upper hand over Bonnie Tyler doing Total Eclipse of the Bonnie... <laughs> Tyler? Yes. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So we got a whole bunch of texts and a bunch of different things we ought to hit you with, whether it's Princess Diana stuff or pumpkin spice stuff or our anniversary. 
you're at karaoke and, and a girl just went through a breakup. She's uh, got the booze flowing. This song comes on, or she picks this song to sing. Watch it's a out. scene, man. It's a scene. <laughs> You're going to get some entertainment. Settle in. Buckle up. <laughs> Play a card right. You'll get some company, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Rebound. I'll listen to you. You're like a vulture. <laughs> Have some shame, man. He smells weakness. <laughs> well, she's crying, Joe. <laughs> she's crying. Hold the microphone. Is that the mating call I hear? <laughs> Come on! Oh my god. I once had uh, one friend describe this other friend of mine as he can smell poor self esteem from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> one time I was at a bar and a whole bunch of college guys were uh, walking by drunk and they were chanting, What do we want? Girls with low self esteem! What do we want them now? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's troubling but accurate. <laughs> uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. move swiftly here. I got a lot of good stuff. So we got um, a lot of correspondence from teachers explaining why they uh, think there's a teacher shortage nationwide. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the, the trends and the uh, near unanimity of uh, opinion is difficult to miss. Okay, that's... We'll unveil that on you. We'll unleash that on you. So I'm interesting. So I got a whole bunch of stuff here. Uh, first from the world of journalism, there's a book out uh, written in South Korea about how North Korea is becoming more capitalist. Uh, little fathead Kim very unhappy about that, and uh, a court has ruled in North Korea that the uh, people who wrote the book, published the book, need to be executed. Wow. So that's how they're responding to that. Now that's censorship. Speaking of the foreign press, do you remember Charlie Hebdo magazine, the controversial magazine over there in France? That they had, uh, what they had? Uh, uh, Je suis Charlie. They had, uh, who, uh, Muhammad on the cover, right? And that's, that's what right. uh, got the... Jihadi slaughtered a bunch of the guys who worked on the uh, yeah. the magazine. Went in and killed everybody that was yeah. in there. Islamists, I should say. They got a cover out today. Um, it's a bunch of Nazi flags poking up out of the water and hands poking up on the water. And the headline is, God exists. He drowned all the neo-Nazis of Texas. That's the magazine cover of this. Wow, movie. that's just stupid. It's suggesting that Texas is full of Nazis and it's good that they are drowned. Yeah, there was some professor who said something similar to that. He just got fired. Yeah, and he should. appropriate, yeah. Uh, back to other stuff. Um, I heard you guys just discussing men coloring their beards. I don't remember discussing that. This guy I don't s- recall. This guy that. says, I used to color my beard for beard competitions. I'm a previous national champion with a colored beard. So, Well, um, there you go. It's nice to know he's listening that to That settles show. that. He sent some pictures, and they are epic. Oh, I'll bet they... Well, he's a former national champion. Yeah. A national beard champion. On our anniversary, which is 19 years today, I apologize for calling the station 19 years ago, complaining Paul Lyle had been replaced. <laughs> you have been you have been part of my morning for 19 years, and I can't thank you enough. Happy anniversary. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I actually had called the station, complained that we replaced the person that was on previous to us. That's we had right. a number of people who uh, texted us and said they have pressed on their head. I took random samples, six separate locations of my cranium, and I'm happy to say that my skull did not yield to no gentle... No flex whatsoever? Did okay. not yield to gentle pressure, so I'm not a soft head, okay? Because that factors into the Princess Diana part of the uh, conversation here. Uh, front page USA Today at the top, uh, I threw up in my mouth a little bit when I saw the headline that said, Diana still reigns in our hearts. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Wow. Uh, seriously, what subset of humanity... 
does that apply to? I don't know. 20 years after her death, Princess of Wales keeps a grip on America. I don't think she really does. I really don't think she does. Oh, uh, no. What sort of grip? In what way? Um, what are you talking about? Right. Lovely gal. Shame she died. Yeah, I'm not not pro her dying. What the hell's a-, a princess anyway at this point in human history? Come on. And she was miserable. She hated every minute of it. Was Princess Diane the Kim Kardashian of 20 years ago? She was to a great extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was yeah. practically famous for being famous. I mean, she had the 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 leg up, the 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 finely shaped leg up of being right. a princess, which gets yes. you on the front page. But from that point on, it was just famous for being famous mostly. And we got this text because I thought I remembered it this way. Isn't this also the anniversary of Mother Teresa's death? Well, not quite. In a couple of days, the fifth is the twenty year anniversary of Mother Teresa's death. Death, and a lot of us at the time noticed, and it's it's worth noticing now. That if you're going to look at the totality of the lives of these two women, taking everything out other than celebrity or just, you know, whatever being a Kardashian is, you'd have to think Mother Teresa was the bigger story. But she wasn't then and she isn't now. And And you know what the number one reason is? There's one reason. Said it 20 years ago. I'll say it today. One's hotter than the other. Right. That is the whole reason. Diana's hot. Mother Teresa, not hot. Not very hot. It's, all, it's not no. really not that hot. Didn't really work at being hot, in fairness to her. No, no, she did not put a lot of time into trying to be hot. No. She did not try to wear hot clothes. She did, did not, not slap on the Melania Trump heels. Did not wear the high the heels. The criticism of which, by the way, was wildly inappropriate not, in the mainstream media. But, uh, back to that. Not later. a lot of hair and makeup uh, concerns there for Mother Teresa. Not so much. Princess Diana, hot, spent a lot of time trying to look hot, <laughs> and and that has got to be most of it, right? I mean, how else do you explain? <laughs> Have you seen a word about the 20-year anniversary of Mother Teresa dying? No, certainly not. Of course not. Didn't somebody crazy famous die the same day as Jacko, too? Who was that? Farrah Fawcett. Oh, right. Same right. day. Yes. But Princess Why Diana... Why do you remember that? Uh, Shouldn't you forget that? Yeah, jeez. Wouldn't it be better if you didn't remember that wouldn't, as clearly wouldn't as you it be better if I knew, <laughs> Wouldn't it be better if I knew the uh, the password to get in my bank account, which I can't seem to remember. <laughs> right. But Maybe I, change the password to Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> but I, it's almost as if God did it on purpose. You know what? It's time to kill off Mother Teresa. And I'm just going to throw this out to humanity to see if they notice where they are, how right. off track they are. Right. Got this woman dedicated her entire life, entire life to nothing but help the poor, nothing about uh, self-gratification, being sexy, having cool cars. Got this other woman who spent a lot of time on that. Let's see if they notice the difference of which they should pay attention to. And we have it for 20 years, and that's why Houston is having a flood. I want to go to your church. It's very snarky. <laughs> and conspiracy theorists. And God is killing people off on a regular basis, apparently. Because you paid it's too nice. much attention to Princess Diana. You are not going to have a 20,000-seat megachurch in Houston. Nobody wrote I'm a song afraid. about Mother Teresa that caught on like they did Princess Diana. It's Goodbye, tiny nun. Though the Calcottons were sick, you went and lived among them, and you got famous real quick. Of course, bow, bow. a lot of people think Catholicism is evil and you know, the source of all the problems in the world, and that sort of stuff. So that, that doesn't help her cause in the, in the mainstream media in the world of pop art and that sort right. of stuff. Right. Princess Diana was, I think, the first Kardashian. I think she was a sign of things to come. Well, that yeah. just being glamorous and hot is enough for a lot of people to pay a ton of attention to what's she wearing now, what's she driving now, she changed her hair, blah, blah, blah. 
you know, I, I guess the soft heads of the world need something to focus on. So they don't, I don't know, start a revolution or You seem something. to be dismissing this. Look at the USA Today. <laughs> Diana still reigns in our hearts. That's right. You know what? I stand corrected. Is she not reigning in your heart? I need to take a look at my heart and go see my cardiologist. Guy, do an EKG quick. The number something of, wrong with my heart. I'm, I'm looking at the <laughs> over there in England and the number of people showing up with uh, flowers and teddy bears, always teddy bears. Um, for uh, to put around Buckingham Palace. What? It's seriously right, right. And 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 Will and Harry showing up and you they know, placed some flowers too, and then shook some of the hands of the people that were there, which has got to be a weird Thank thing them for being there. Yeah, it, it is. You know, it's funny. The cynicism is is enjoyable, certainly. Uh, at some point, though. It'd, it'd be worth talking to somebody with uh, expertise or insight or whatever. What is going on with people that they have the need to worship someone like Diana, who, again, was a perfectly lovely, imperfect person like all of us are. Don't need to hate a on nice her. A nice school teacher. Um, she got swept up into a life she immediately realized she hated. Married to a guy she almost immediately realized she couldn't stand and was crazy and just was miserable. She was miserable. Didn't like a single thing to do with her life, except probably the money. Um, so the idea that we're like getting all uh, maudlin and worshiping her, and she reigns in our hearts and the rest of it. I mean, we the the interesting what's going on there? thing is since they have a king and queen there, and she was a princess, we want a royal family to feel that way about. I don't at all, but a lot of people apparently do. Well, yeah, the Founding Papas actually, in some of their private correspondence, said, we understand that people do want a king, and we're trying to design a government where they can't have one even if they want one, because they understood the impulse of the masses, which is not necessarily good for them. Why is there a teacher shortage all across the United States? You say there's a common theme in our correspondence? That's correct. And if you're angry at our discussion of Princess Diana, please put on a helmet to protect your brain for the rest of the day. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.